Friendship. I'm your host, Michelle, and here's Jamie. As usual, we've got a couple of small announcements. Do you want to go ahead and take care of those? Hey, guys. As always, if you want to support us, you can start with those monthly donations, and this will allow us to create engaging content more frequently, and this will allow us to go on more and more platforms. We are on a few. Secondly, send us a voice message. This will allow us to hear what you have to say, and we will get you out on a future episode. If you would like, that is, and you give us permission. And lastly, make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, I wanted to say that um, you don't have to support us with monthly donations. There are tons of ways that you guys can support us. This is as easy as subscribing, liking, reviewing, leaving comments, sharing anything that you do, sharing share this us with your friends. I swear, if we get as popular as the coronavirus, I will be so happy. Too soon? I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, um, this will make it easier for you guys to be able to search us too. So it, it kind of puts us higher up on the charts, kind of like a song, if you will. The more you listen, the more it becomes more popular. So it, anything really helps you guys. Right. Everything helps us. Um, so this episode is actually a bonus episode. This is a reading that Jamie and I got together. I'm sure that you guys have listened to our last episode. If you didn't, you totally should. It's about birds and the bird store stuff that's going on. But uh, we were both in Minnesota together. I checked. They do yeah. have Minnesotas. Like, what the fuck? Um, but anyway, so we were up there together and we actually got a tarot reading from an amazing, amazing tarot reader. We're going to link all of her information down below. She apparently is a um, musician as well, which I'm super excited to listen to a lot of her music and songs. Maybe she can design a new intro for us. Who knows? Anyway. Um, this is just a bonus episode. I also wanted to let you guys know that... In the episode, she does say that each of us can have three questions, and we do have three questions. However, on my questions, you are only going to hear two because I am saving the last question for a separate episode. This is a question that I have been looking for for a long time, and so it is a big deal. And you guys will hear it, but it will be in a separate episode that may take a while for me to put together. So we hope you guys enjoy, and we hope you guys like the reading. Hopefully we will be going over it later on to see what our reading means for us so that you guys can get a better understanding of, uh, you know, what our reading means. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy, guys. Hey guys, I just want to let you know that the audio from this one is actually recorded from my cell phone. Unfortunately, we didn't have our mic on us when we went to the metaphysical shop. I want to let you know that our oracle reader was area wide and she did an amazing, amazing accurate reading for us. 
We're going to have more information linked about her in the description down below, or in the notes section down below. You can tell I'm on YouTube quite a bit. But um, I just wanted to also let you know, unfortunately, the recording software that I've been using for years for classes has unfortunately glitched in the end. We caught every single bit of this tarot reading except for the very end where we were saying our goodbyes. So if this does end abruptly, I do apologize, but that is the reason why. Um, once again, we hope that you enjoy the episode and blessed be everybody. Be safe out there. You don't have to let me go first if you don't want to, Jamie. Are you nervous? Oh, a little, yeah. Aww. It's going to be okay. That. So, yes. a couple of things about the reading. Um, one, I have to turn off my phone because um, that's my wife. Give me one second. I'm sorry. It's okay. Because usually. I have the sound off, but we've been trying to talk dinner stuff, so. You need dinner. You're just going to be like this. You can't really eat dinner. <laughs> what did y'all with you after this? Yes, we are. Oh, nice. Oh. Good spot. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have one rule and one rule only. Um, so you've probably noticed, like I said earlier, I have ADHLS attention deficit. They look shiny. So my one rule is that during the first nine cards, please do not interrupt me because otherwise it interrupts the flow of the reading. Um, other than that, Shuffle the cards when they feel right, hand them back. Yes. Okay. I shuffle odd, so I don't like bending the cards. That's okay. Most people can't shuffle those like a like, deck anyway because they're I feel huge. like I feel like it's disrespectful to the cards if you do that to them. That's I feel how like I it feel. depends on the deck. Like that deck I can shuffle like a deck of playing cards because I play piano and harp, so I've got the stretch. Yeah. My other deck that's a more traditional tarot deck, the cards are flimsier. They're not made of such a, a hardy stock. And that one, I don't like it when people bend those because they bend just so easily. And they're gorgeous, too. It's like, why would you destroy them? They're beautiful. I know. I have the uh, magical dog tarot. Oh, I've seen that one. Those are so pretty. I love those ones so much. That's my absolute favorite. So for the sake of your podcast, the because uh, they can't see my cards, so I'm just going to say the cards I'm using today are the Enchanted Map Oracle. Um, it is a deck that basically, as you lay them out, is supposed to kind of create an energetic map of where you've been versus where you're headed. I add stuff on top of it in my own layout to, to kind of help to, you know, enhance the reading and give a little bit more detail to it. Small readings include up to three clarification questions. Okay. Okay. And we begin. So we're going to start from the beginning. The past that is most strongly reflected in here and now is sacred pool. And what this means is that when we reflect on our own thoughts, what we recognize is that our thought process then gets reflected into the world around us. So what we think on the inside changes how we respond to the outside influence, how we respond to situations and things like that. The more aware we are of that process, the better we can use it to our advantage and actually make better decisions. So you just came out of that position and it's put you now into a position of the card being coming to life where it talks about we are making ourselves. We are continuous works of art. So we're constantly working on ourselves, doing improvements, trying to make ourselves better. And as we should be, 
So this is the process that you're getting to. Now that you've recognized where your thoughts were affecting your reality, now you're actually taking charge of that to change who you are in the way of making yourself the best version of you that you can be. The resistance card, you got the golden palace. And this basically means that you're resisting the idea that abundance can be yours. You don't have to resist that. Abundance is a wonderful flow of energy, not just physicalities. And when we accept that we deserve the abundance that is in our life or that is coming to us, it actually allows such things to grow. So as you are reflecting still on those thoughts that you've been having, find out why you're being so resistant to this and change your thought pattern to be able to bring in that flow of prosperity. Um, now, normally, I would tell people this card doesn't necessarily mean physical, like wealth and riches, although quite frankly, it does tend to point that way. I take it more as this is the resources that you're needing to do whatever it is that you're doing. So again, focus on your thought process. Allow yourself to shift into a better way of thinking. Allow yourself to feel that, yes, I do deserve these wonderful bounties in my life. And stop resisting this, please. <laughs> the passive thing that's helping you in the situation is that you're letting go of things that no longer serve you. Relationships, thought processes, etc. You're allowing those to just go by the wayside. Yes, this is going to create a sense of loss and a sense of grief. Don't fight that. Allow yourself to feel that grief. It's all part of that coming apart process. But the trick is, don't unpack and live there either. Allow yourself to feel it and then let it go because it can't really come apart and really separate until you do that. The active thing that the cards are asking you to do is moonlight. And this is all about trust your intuition. We all have an intuitive voice. It's usually really quiet, especially with the din clatter of our lives being as busy as they are. So it takes being able to quiet down a bit to be able to feel what it is your intuitive voice is saying to you. The other side of this is that everything has an ebb and flow. Everything has its purpose. It has its time. You know, just as the moon shifts through its phases, you know, very regularly, well, so does life. Everything is a spiral. We're always coming back to a lesson that we already thought we'd learned to learn something else about it. Allow yourself to go through those processes and really trust your intuition on it. It will guide you well. This is leading you into a position of partnership. Now, come together sometimes can be romantic. I'm not really getting a whole romantic feel of it. I'm getting more as a community feel. And this is a great thing because, you know, together we are more than we are alone. Together we are even more than the sum of our parts individually anyway. That kind of a partnership, when it is a healthy one, is a wonderful blessing to have in your life and a great thing to work towards. So as you move forward, and as you progress on all of this, make sure that you look for that partnership that's headed your way. Again, there's a sad embrace because I do the three cards on top of all of this just to kind of continue it. The sad embrace, again, kind of goes along with uh, coming apart. This is that grief feel. Whereas this is everything separating apart and you dealing with the grief, this is that grief feel. This is that sadness. And again, just like the other one, don't unpack and live there. Allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to let it go. It's all part of the process of making change because if you don't process that emotion, if you let it just stagnate or you try to toss it into a little lockbox in your brain somewhere, it will come back to bite you in the... And trust me, you don't want that. <laughs> oh, maybe that is romantic. Hmm. Commitment. This is where we go through <laughs> and look at following through on what we need, whether it be following on our word, 
following through on a project or what have you. The commitment is saying, hey, you know, I'm going into this full force and I'm making sure that I am just committed to this path. Like I said, a lot of times that one actually does indicate a romantic thing. You know, it's kind of like that commitment to a relationship, that whole like, you know, getting married, you know, being in love, that kind of thing. And this is all meant to change you for the better. You know, it goes back to the, uh, you know, come to life thing. It's all about a metamorphosis. You know, right now, essentially, you're in a cocoon, basically turning into a you know, slob of mush the way, you know, caterpillars do before they turn into butterflies. Well, eventually, you're going to break through that cocoon and you're going to come out with as a beautiful flutterby with adorable little rings and, and like sparklies everywhere because it's an awesome sauce thing. <laughs> Don't resist that because that change is super important if you ever want to grow as a person you want to make yourself a better person you have to allow yourself to change away from patterns that used to be into patterns that will be because as i like to tell people what we do when we're trying to just simply survive doesn't serve us when we're actually in that position to thrive so now comes the fun part question and answer session you get three questions you can either get Clarification of something in the reading or ask something outside of the reading. Wow, that was very, very, very accurate. <laughs> that was really accurate. Um, one of my big questions that I have is, is there anything that my spirit guides are trying to tell me or want me to know? Yes. Everything is connected. All of those, because, okay, so for your thing, um, I pull three cards for every question just because it gives me like a sentence to look at. Um, in this case, you start with magic stream. Magic stream is all about everything is connected. We as humans like to compartmentalize events and things that happen in our lives. It makes it easier to process. However, it is not actually, you know, reflecting of the truth of reality. The truth is that everything is connected. Things that happened to us in the past, they change who we are now. Things that happen to us now change who we are in the future. So the trick is to be able to look at those things, find that connection, and use it to your advantage. You have a choice to make in all of this as well. The choice to how you approach everything is really up to you. Nobody can make this choice but you. Make the right choice, though, and it comes to the spark. And the spark is a wonderful thing. This is the beginning of creativity. This is the beginning of something awesome. Every spark is what starts the big flames. Be the spark. Allow it to take you and allow it to be a beautiful ball of fire like stars in the sky. Because when it does that, and you allow for that, you come up with creative solutions to all kinds of things. And it is also something you need more of that in the world. Anyway. I agree. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, I'm not really sure of question number two. Let's see. I feel just... A little lost, I suppose, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to find a direction to go um, job-wise. Okay. I can tell you already that the reason you're having problems is because you keep self-doubting, but we'll start from the beginning. So the first part you pulled is protecting treasure. Protecting treasure is all about the idea of feeling very self-defensive. You know, trying to protect everything around you almost in a miserly way. And the cards themselves, when this one pops up like this, actually tells you that that's not necessary. 
you're not the only one guarding and safekeeping yours. And this actually goes right back to the Golden Palace. Because the thing is, whereas the Golden Palace being in your resistance space is saying, oh my God, you are resisting the benefits and all of this wealth that's headed towards you. Protecting treasure says why is because you're sitting there and so worried about your resources that you're not allowing the energy of prosperity to simply flow. Money is energy, giving is energy, and so is receiving. You have to let them flow in a balanced way to get them to work for you. So stop trying to hoard everything. Stop trying to worry about it so much. You don't need to. The key words in this card are you are divinely protected and guided. Know it, learn it, love it, live it, that kind of thing. <laughs> Second card you pulled was goblins. This is the one about self-doubt. You know, everybody, we go through some bad stuff in life and frequently it leaves an impact on us in one way or another. So when we go through those big moments of self-doubt and we're telling ourselves, oh, I can't do it, I'm not good enough, et cetera, et cetera. This is not a reflection of truth. All it is is leftover echoes of bad things people have said to you, of bad things you've said to yourself. They are not true. They are not honest. And you take that goblin on your shoulder and flick the little bugger off somewhere and be like, no, bitch, this is not your show. Pardon my French, sorry. Um, <laughs> doing all of this, because as long as you are aware of this and you work with this, this will allow you to grow things in your life better. Because you got the field of dreams and life is like the garden. We plant what we want to grow. Sometimes we accidentally plant weeds while we're at it. And so we need to be aware of what it is that we're growing in our garden of life. The more self-doubt that you have, the worse your garden is going to be. So you need to kind of set that aside and be like, you know what? I got this. I am good at what I'm doing. I do have the ability to take care of this stuff. And therefore, I can grow the most amazing flowers, fruits, and vegetables ever and actually have fun with that. You know, don't let the self-doubt get in your way. All right, guys, we're going to listen to our sponsor of the week. Thank you, Anchor, so much for sponsoring us and supporting our podcast. So when I get done with questions for somebody on clarification yeah. questions, I like to flip a last single card to be the final words from the deck. Okay. And you got deep freeze. This means that, <laughs> yes, things seem to be slowing down. Things look like they're stopped, but they're not. You are being given a chance to breathe to observe, gain more information so that when the spring thaw hits you, you know what to do. Take the moment, take the breath, allow yourself to release the emotion and move forward when it's time. Sorry for making you cry. <laughs> Accurate reading is accurate, I'm assuming. Like that was extremely, extremely accurate. I don't know if we could get more accurate than that. <laughs> Although this one does sort of take the cake. <laughs> I actually uh, got this deck uh, about six years ago now. Yeah. Because I had taken my other two decks to a pagan festival that was a week long camp out in the middle of this big field. Mm hmm. And second night in, giant thunderstorm comes through, takes my tent, well, my friend's tent that I was staying in, takes it, turns it into a kite with my cards inside. They did not survive the trip. Mm. When I got back home after the festival, I went to my local store, because I was in Milwaukee at the time, and ended up picking out this deck, just because it kept calling me, like I walked past it, picked it up, 
Hmm, interesting concept. Put it back. Walk around, walk around, come back, pick it up. Okay, put it back. Walk around third time, didn't even look at it. Grab it off the shelf, went right to the checkout. All right. <laughs> so what I'm doing now is basically just clearing the carts, making sure they're all in the same direction. Um, yes, they are all reversed in here, but I always put them in the same direction so that if it's a reverse card that comes up in your reading, it really is meant for you. So, your turn. Are you nervous? A little. Don't be nervous. I promise I won't call you out too bad on your foot. Much. Most <laughs> the cards do. I just have a lot of anxiety. It's gotten really bad lately. It's Join okay. I. Mm. Yeah. Mm. My goodness. I feel like this is good for like spiritual health though. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's I'm good to clear it, like I'm it makes me. You know what I mean? Better, yeah. It's My bad. first time ever going to a metaphysical store was in Colorado with Michelle. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't know that we had him in Minnesota. Oh gods, do you not know Minnesota has a nickname? We are called Paganistan. Because we are the largest concentration of pagans in the country. Oh my god. What? It's one of the reasons I wanted to move out here. So I got a whole bunch of pagan friends out here. The store owner, Bonnie, included. Uh, I'm just, like, there's pagan festivals, but they, like, all up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Like, so many of them. If you're interested in pagan festivals, there's one that I tend to work with called Earth House Midsummer Gather. It's in middle of June, right around the summer solstice. It's a week-long camp out. You don't necessarily have to go for the whole week. I do, just because the trees. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> but it's a camp out that's actually held in Wisconsin, just west of Madison, in a place called Eagle Cave. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Great people. We always have professional musicians there as well. Um, workshops, rituals, you name it. Awesome group. So if you ever want, we have some uh, of their like paperwork and stuff. You can take a look at their literature. You need to come up and you know, do that stuff. We both said, yeah. Yes. That's okay. I was holding the deck. <laughs> My bad. Because I have a particular way of doing it. Okay. So you know. Your past position that is influencing you now is that you came across a roadblock and you learned something about it. It doesn't take beating your head into the brick wall to break it down when there's a door right the heck there. Just open the door, walk right on through. AKA sometimes the easiest path actually is the right path. You don't have to fight tooth and nail for every little thing. If it's coming easily for you, allow it to flow and allow it to do that. This has put you in a position where you're the one in charge. You are also learning this thing called healthy boundaries. Because in order to be in charge, you have to have healthy boundaries. You can't be the yes person because you're already managing everything else. Which means you need to learn to delegate well. As a leader, a leader leads from the front, yes. But they also know when to delegate to somebody who has a better focus or a better specialization than you do. Learn that, understand that, use that as part of your healthy boundaries, and you'll find a lot of your relationships and partnerships work way better. The thing that you're resisting is trying new ways to solve a problem, because you got rock bottom. Let me tell you about rock bottom. So you see it's this way, how it's one type of uh, path? Boom! Different type of path. All I did was flip the card a little different, make you look at it different. Well, that's what you need to be doing with your problems that you're not doing. You're trying, you know, tried and true methods that have worked for you. But honey, this isn't what it was in the past. This is different. You need to thus change your perspective, change your approach. 
Find something that works different. Come up with a creative solution to the problems you're facing. The passive thing that's working in your favor in all of this is you know what you want, honey. You got that. You got intention and you know it and you've been like, yep, this is what I got. This is what I'm going for. We got this. And that's cool because a lot of people have a hard time hitting that. Sorry, my name is just <laughs> Have a hard time hitting that because actually taking all those possibilities and everything, you know, that can be there, you know, it's hard to take that narrow it down to one. Some people get really overwhelmed with that. You, you're just like, no, nah, no, nah, I know exactly where I'm going with this. We got this. The thing that the cards are asking you to do directly, though, is to be more conscientious of your self-awareness. Because you need to be balanced when you're doing self-reflection. One of two things tends to happen for most people when they do self-reflection. Their eyes are like, oh, look, I'm just so perfect. I don't need to change this thing. Or they do kind of like what you do, which is, oh, I hate myself. I can't do anything right now. Oh, my God, what is wrong with me? Neither of those are reflective of the truth. The truth is, is we have strengths and weaknesses. And we can balance them out and make them work for us really well if we do it. But we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to be truly aware of ourselves. And that's what the Wizard of Awareness is telling you to do. Allow yourself to be honest with yourself of what you need to do. This will help you in that leadership position where you need to delegate to be honest with yourself about what you're good at versus what somebody else is good at. If they're better at a thing than you are, let them do the thing. You don't have to do all the things. That's not required. But you have to be honest with yourself about what you can do first to get there. This is moving you into a really good position. You got for your future card, the Bone Collector. Now the Bone Collector, I love the Bone Collector. She's a wonderful crone archetype. What she does is when we go through really bad stuff in life, we tend to compartmentalize parts of ourselves and set away the parts that are going to be easily hurt. And we set them aside so that they're safe. And frequently this means that we feel that we've lost it. She's here to tell you, no, you haven't. She's been holding on to it for you, keeping it safe. And now is your time to reclaim what it is that you thought you've lost. Allow her to hand it back to you. Allow her to help you find it. And whatever it is, be it innocence, be it, you know, inspiration, whatever, she will help you retrieve that. It's kind of almost like a soul retrieval thing in a way. It's really kind of cool. You need to take time alone to do the self-reflection and that reclamation. Because, again, you can't do this when we're being, like, super extroverted around everybody else. It's an internal job. And it's an internal job that, honestly, only you can do for you. So allow yourself some time alone. Give yourself that personal space where you can implode a bit, contemplate your navels, I love to put it, and come up with the answers that you need. Because they're there. You didn't lose it. You just got to find it. This is also taking you to being more authentic to yourself. You know, a lot of times growing up, we project or use or do, you know, what people expect of us. And this takes away from our personal authenticity because it means that we're doing what they want, not what we want. We're being what they want us to be, not who we are. Well, in this reclamation, you get to find what is you. The spirit of place is all about that authenticity. It's about being comfortable in yourself and being able to actually say, you know what? No, this is me. Deal with it. And for you, the possibilities are wide open on this. Once you have reclaimed yourself, once you have really embraced your authenticity, you are going to find so many doors opening up for you. 
that it's going to be amazing and a little overwhelming. Don't worry about it. Allow yourself to enjoy that, that sense of joy and that wonder that the fool of the uh, traditional tarot would have when he's about to step off the precipice and take the leap of faith. You're heading directly into that because this is kind of almost similar to that card. Is the idea of you have all this ability, all these possibilities just opening up to you. Have fun with that because that's an awesome thing. So whatever it is you want to be, you have as many opportunities as you can imagine to make it happen. And now comes the question and answer session. Just like with her, if you want something clarified in the reading, you can ask that. Or if you need something outside of the reading, you can ask that as well. I, I kind of have a feeling that I know what the cards are saying as far as like trying to figure out what I'm, where I'm going with my life essentially, like what I need to change. Mm -hmm. I just am not sure like what exactly. Like I feel like I need a little bit of clarification, you know, because I have I I feel like it might be one thing, but I don't wanna just be like this is it, you know what I mean? Okay, fair. So to answer that one as far as like what you need to be looking for, the first thing that comes up is education. Be teachable. There's still more that you have to learn to be able to take the right steps. Okay. Okay. So allow yourself to be teachable. Do some research. Ask some people. You know, go about and, you know, do the legwork for it. Okay. You know, Google's your best friend. It's a great starting place. Mm -hmm. There is nothing better than being able to just pull up information at your fingertips. Right. Except for this card. Rescue technically means asking help. Because here's the thing, you can read all you want, but you need somebody to help you process the info. Okay. Okay. So don't be afraid to ask for help. You're not a damsel in distress. Nobody's going to judge you that way. And I know, I don't know about you, but like for me, I hate being labeled as a damsel in distress for other than us. Short drive, I know, but still. <laughs> but in this case, what it is, is like, you know what? I'm at my wit's end. Are you to my port for four? Help me, please. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Allow yourself to ask for help. Okay. Communities are what make us strong. And so when you reach out to your community and you find somebody who works well with you, that is a great thing. And all of this is really just saying, be happy. When you hit the peaks of joy, joy is a happiness. Joy is an energy. And it is meant to be shared. So when you do find the information that you're looking for, when you find the community that you can reach out to and work with instead of having to be your, by yourself, then what's going to happen is you're going to have all this happiness just bubbling up. Embrace that. And then share it. It grows when shared. I guarantee it. I do this all the time. It's awesome. So share that with others and understand that that's going to be part of your process. Okay. Makes sense. Um, I, I really, really am curious about my anxiety, though. Because it, it's gotten really, really bad. And I'm just wondering if maybe the reading is trying to tell me something about that. You know what I mean? Ah, okay. This makes sense. Okay. So the first card you got was movement for this one. And this kind of goes back to the rock bottom that you're resisting. You're resisting looking at things differently, which means that you're worrying about things repeating the same patterns as what they have, which means that they're not moving forward the way you want to. Yeah. That movement is what's scaring you so much. Okay. Don't resist the movement into new things. Don't resist that there's a new path coming for you. Understand that, yes, you know what you want. Yes, you have that. But you know what? Life has another plan for us a lot of times, and you just got to roll with it. 
The movement isn't a bad thing. Allow it to happen. Embrace that. Change is not necessarily a terrible thing. The gentle gardener says, be patient with yourself. Be patient and approach yourself with love. As we are the gentle gardeners of our own lives, the only way to make things grow and to make things blossom is with patience, love, and compassion. Have you ever seen the experiment where they had two identical plants in two different pots? One had a speaker yelling bad things at it, mm-hmm. and one had a speaker saying good, happy things. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened is the speaker with the negative words, that plant, just did not grow well. It was very wilty. It was just such a sad-looking green piece of greenery. <laughs> the one that got all the love and encouragement bloomed bigger than normal because they did have a control plant that had nothing. And the control plant was all meh, normal. But the one with the the love and the encouraging words went even past that. And this is how our lives are. This is how we are. When we use encouraging words to ourselves, and you could learn this one too. When we use encouraging words for ourselves, we blossom. When we use patient and compassionate ideals and words with each other, they blossom too. So you want change. You want to be able to handle the anxiety. The first thing is don't beat yourself up about it. Anxiety is a natural response to fear. Fear is a natural response to the unknown. And you're obviously going into something that is like not your normal thing for you. Don't worry about it. Let it continue. Let it move and work with it. Don't fight it. And that goes back to this because part of your anxiety is a repetition of thoughts that are not serving. That's what stuck in the mud is. You are repeating the cycle over and over and bloody over again to the point where you're not making any progress. And the only thing stopping you is you. What you need to do is take this time that you have that's quiet. Take that internal inspection that the cards are talking to you about and figure out what is it that is holding you back? What thought process is keeping you from moving forward and breaking these habits that no longer serve you? What helps us when we're trying to survive does not help us when we're trying to thrive. I have a suggestion. What? I'm trying to think. You've been confused about faith recently. And that's why a lot of this is kind of like making a lot of sense to me. I've been really confused about, I recently got baptized and I'm, I feel like a lot of my anxiety is coming from that because I feel like I made a bad decision. Okay. Only you are going to be able to see the details that basically drive you forward in any way. So the details that you're seeing, don't ignore them. Also, I like to tell people when they get details, details like this, magic is in the details. Love is in the details. If you're finding that the details are starting to push you other ways, like seeing repetitive numbers, for example, like I keep getting triplets myself, and I'm finding that this is actually a pattern amongst a lot of people who are waking up, is that they start seeing things like triple ones, 11-11, triple threes, things like that all over mm-hmm. the place. And it just it pops up. It's like you just happen to look at the clock at the right time or you're playing a video mm-hmm. game and, hey, look at what happened to your score. Or, hey, I'm driving down the road and there's like repetitive license plate numbers. Okay. You know, things like that. You know, when you see these details, follow them. They're leading you to magic. The other thing with this is that faith and everything, it is a personal power. 
Our stories carry power. Our experiences carry power. The talisman tells you, take all of them into one conglomeration, every choice, everything you've tried, all of it, and hold that up as your talisman of power. If you know what? This is my unique experience. This is my unique perspective, and I will share that power with the world and use it to guide my way. Because that is kind of where we all start from, because we're all different. You know, embrace that difference. If the baptism didn't feel right to you and you're starting to move away from it, that's not a bad thing. If it does feel right to you, that's not a bad thing either. But only you can tell you that. The whole process of this is actually trying to push you to be a better leader. You need to be the example that you want to see in the world. If you want to see somebody who is compassionate and powerful at the same time, then be that person. Look to the people whom you admire most. See what it is that you admire about them. And then take that and incorporate that to yourself and use it. By doing so, you become a better leader and others will also become better because they will follow your example. You have that unique power. Technically, we all do. But in this case, it's a very big thing for you. Allow yourself to feel that and allow yourself to take that position because we need more people like that. Now, for the final words from the deck for you. Encouragement is a two-way street. A lot of us, especially healers and empaths, we're great at giving encouragement. Mm -hmm. It's the receiving end that we have a tendency to have a problem with it. As you give encouragement, allow yourself to receive it in return. It is an energy, and all energy must flow. Allow yourself to be boosted by the people who care about you, who really see the benefit of your vision and want you to do well. Cool beans? Yep. All right. You believe. <laughs> so I hope both of these helped you. Both of you. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, you, you cried. I kind of knew you were good. <laughs> no offense. I don't usually cause tears on people unless it was a good thing, in a way. Yeah. So. <laughs> does it make sense for you? Does yeah, it? it does. Nail head whack. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, this is one of the things I love doing. I've actually been doing reading since I was 14. Let's just say I'm definitely not 14. Um fair bit older than that now. Um, I started with traditional tarot. I don't do traditional tarot anymore so much just because I found it too restrictive to me. I agree. It's very, yeah, it's very formulaic and that's great for some people. I know people who do it really well. Um, me, I kind of ended up going towards oracles because I like the creativity that goes into making a brand new system out of nothing. And to me, that's where the magic is. So, it's what I mean. Yeah, I know what I want to buy now. I, I am. I just feel like it's going to be really hard. I never said it would be easy. No. Not once. It's never easy. And I know you're looking at me. So <laughs> she kind of was the whole reading. Yeah. Just kind of like you were doing to her. So, yeah. ha, it's even. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think they did fit really, really perfectly. Good. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's getting married. Oh my god, that's what the commitment was. Yeah. Glory Lord. Usually, okay, because usually the come together isn't a romantic thing until yeah. you get the commitment yeah. card with it. And yeah. then it's like, oh, that's a romantic thing. Gotcha. Yep. 
So congratulations. October 5th, I designed the ring. Oh, oh that's oh, oh, that's beautiful. October 2nd. No. 10 years ago. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it though? Wow. Oh my hey, god. Hey, fall weddings are the best. I know. I'm her maid of honor, so I'm excited. Oh, she is. She is. Oh, so congratulations. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm Thank so you guys happy. for coming in. This was Let me be on your podcast. Yes, yeah. we are super excited. Next time she comes up here, we want to start coming more. Okay. Yes. So we can definitely come again and do it. Yeah. I am here every Thursday. Sometimes I'm here elsewhere in the week, though not usually officially doing this. I'm usually just PCA for Jesse Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always here every Thursday unless okay. I'm like traveling. Yeah. We'll leave our contact information so that we you can leave your note, like anything that you want us like to put in the notes below or anything like that okay because we have we have minnesotan listeners mm-hmm. so i could we could leave like we have a lot of information <laughs> if we have any friends who like to come you know, I'm excited. yeah thank you guys